to remind us of the red ribbon there that Jesus died for us and he defeated all the bad things in the world and he lives now because he rose again and he lives now and he can live in us and that is what the cross is to remind us. However, there is something missing. There's something missing in all your Christingles and there's something missing from Simon. What is that? Yeah, you're absolutely right, the candle. And that is what we're going to be thinking about today. We're going to be thinking about the light. What happens now? I think you crown me. I think that's it. I go on fire. There we go. Thank you, Ruth. Is it staying? Is it staying? Oh, Oh, no. I've got too big a head. Who'd have thought it? There we go. You look a bit like a bishop, actually. Oh, no, that's that's a, maybe that's a, that's a, maybe that's a sign. That is a terrifying thought. <laughs> the fire safety won't be like that later with your real candles. Right, well, you're going to... Um, we're all going to get our candles a bit later because obviously we need them in the service to, to be lighting. But we're going to have um, a reading now. Um, there are four books in the New Testament that tell us the story of Jesus' life. And obviously they all begin with the birth. But the story, the book of John actually starts before that because it starts talking about Jesus coming into the world, that Jesus was there from the very beginning and that Jesus is the light of the world. Now I want you to listen. How many times does the word light come? Anyway, over to our reading. Thank you. John chapter 1, verse 1 to 13. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I've got uh, a slide coming up. Um, I wonder if anybody can tell me where that is. Right, just say it so everybody can hear. That's right, it's the cathedral in the city centre. How many people went this week? Great, there were 5,000 people in Sheffield who went through the cathedral this week. There's another slide coming as well. Now, I've never seen the cathedral looking like that before. It was amazing, and it was a sort of sound and light um, display uh, that transformed the cathedral outside and inside, and it was wonderful to see so many people there, and there were loads of Christmas trees as well. Um, So 
The Bible reading that we had, the cathedral, it's a visual reminder of Jesus' light coming into the world. And it's, it said it six times in that reading, light. So there must be something in it. This is the darkest time of the year. It's known as the winter solstice. And in Sheffield, on the 22nd of December, it's the shortest day. The sun will rise at 19 minutes past 8 in the morning, pretty late, and set at 49 minutes past 3. So that's like about 10 to, 10 to 4, isn't it? So um, I don't know if you're still at school. Is everybody still at school on the 22nd? You'll literally be at school from sunrise to sunset, I think. Um, so the day is only 7 hours 30 minutes longer. Of course, if you go up to Scotland, the days are even shorter. And if you go as far as the Arctic Circle, the sun doesn't even get above the horizon all day. Now, our calendar, with the 12 months of the year, the seasons, the number of days, what happens every now and then on the 20th? There's a 29th of February, isn't there? It's a leap year. So we have to have that to sort of keep in sync with the uh, earth going round the sun. Now, <clears throat> over 500 years ago, they had a different calendar. It was called the Julian calendar. Ours is called the Gregorian calendar now. Um, but in the Julian calendar, the, sh the shortest day was the 25th of December. I didn't know this, but Christmas Day was chosen to be on the shortest day of the year, the darkest day. And I think that's because it offered the largest contrast between the dark days and the light of Jesus. It's in the darkness that bad things can happen. And darkness often represents bad things as well. It's in the darkness that we find it hard to find our way. It's in the darkness. It's hard to, to know what's going on. But the night that Jesus was born in Bethlehem, a light came into the world. Bethlehem was the only, uh, the only light then. There weren't street lights in Bethlehem, were there? What was the only light that they would have had? Yeah? From a star, like my jumper. Yeah, so it was only the light of a star and probably lights of candles. So, and that's what it said in the reading, didn't it? What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. So Jesus then was born then and then died on the cross, and that's why we had that red ribbon on the Christingle. The darkness did not overcome him as he rose again. So Jesus is with us now. It's a bit weird to think of it, but he is. He's with us now, and he can be with us inside us through his Holy Spirit. And when we're feeling sad or worried that things aren't going well, or we feel that we're in a dark place, we can know God's light through Jesus. Inside us, his light will never go out, even though sometimes it only feels like a small glimmer. It's Jesus that can give us hope. 
Now, where is the best place to see a star? Obviously in the sky. But where in this country? Yeah? Has anybody ever been on holiday and seen, like, amazing stars? Right. Yeah? So where were those places that you saw the amazing stars? Northumberland. That is absolutely the right answer because there are, in this country, dark sky parks. And Northumberland is, has got England's most pristine dark sky. So well done. That's a great answer, isn't it? Um, and uh, so it's when it is at its darkest that we can see the best stars. Um, yeah, Northumberland is an international dark sky park. But like that, when it's, we're going through our hardest times, that we are able to see God's light through Jesus and that can give us hope. Now, I'm thinking about people in this world who must feel they're really in dark places at the moment. I think about the people in Gaza and Israel and the very region where the Christmas story took place. I can't imagine what it must be like to be a mum or a grandma living there. So, how can we experience God's light this Christmas well, obviously, we can come to church, we can sing carols, we can think about the Christmas story. We can pray, we can feel that we're not alone, that we're not just loved by our family and friends, but we are loved by God as well. And no matter what we have done and how we're feeling, God is there. But another great way of experiencing God's love and light is through the actions of other people. And we ourselves can be God's light to other people. It's our job to shine. Just like we sang in the song then, let our light shine, let our light shine. So how can we do that? What difference could we make? What difference could you make in this dark places? How can we do that? Right, well, I've got um, eight candles there to represent eight ways that we can help people. And there have been eight people identified to come and help me with this task. I'd like you just to stand in a row here. Yeah, it doesn't matter any order. Has, they, has somebody got one? Now, you can see that on those candles, there's something written, isn't there? Yeah, on... All oh, right. right, so, well, it doesn't matter. Just read the thing that's on the candle. Okay, so... These are all ways that we can be light. Okay, can you... Can you read that? Contribute to a food bank or name, nameless charity. Yeah, it says contribute to a food bank or a homeless charity. So that's a great way that we can shine God's light. Thank you, you did the brilliant reading. Support refugees and asylum seekers. Well, we've all done that by bringing presents, but there's, I'm sure, loads more that we could do. Be helpful at home and school. Right, that's always a good one. Pray for peace in Gaza, Israel and Ukraine. Right, pray. Reduce waste and care for the environment. Thank you. 
Be friendly to someone who looks lonely. Right. Be kind to others. That's a really good one. Show love to people who are sad or sick. Right. So those are brilliant things, and I think all of us, could do at least one of those things over Christmas. So we could be not only receiving God's light this Christmas, but sharing God's light with other people. Fantastic. Brilliant. Simon, over to you. Thank you. So what we thought we'd do is pray for each of these eight things. So I'm going to ask you guys, if you can put them back on the table with the writing this way, and on the screen we can see the eight things as well. And we'll just take a moment for each of them I'll say each one and say it as a prayer and you can think what might you be able to do. You might be able to choose one of them to think I'm going to try and do that this year. Thank you very much girls. And I'll light them one at a time. So why don't we have a moment's quiet just to think which of these eight could I You may be able to do more than one. But let's at least all pick one that we want to pray we will do this Christmas and I'll say a prayer for each one. God, we pray that this Christmas we will be able to contribute to a food bank or to a homeless charity. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you that you once were a refugee and an asylum seeker away from home in Egypt. Please help us this Christmas to support refugees and asylum seekers. Amen. Jesus Christ, you are the Prince of Peace and we pray for peace in Gaza, Israel, Ukraine and all the war-torn places of this world. Amen. Lord Jesus, thank you that you were a child and knew what it was to learn and discover new things. Help us to be helpful at home and at school. Amen. Thank you, God, for the beautiful world you have given to us. Help us to reduce waste and care for the environment. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you that you cared for the sad and the sick and the lonely when you were here on earth. Help us to do the same this Christmas time, to show your love. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank you, Heavenly Father, that you love us all and so please help us to be friendly to someone who looks lonely this Christmas time. Amen. And finally, Heavenly Father, we thank you for your kindness in coming to this earth and sending your Son. Help us to be kind to others this Christmas, especially those that we find it hardest to be kind to. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And we join all our prayers together by saying the Lord's Prayer that is on the screen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, now and forever. Amen.